Welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives. I'm your host, Bruce Anthony, and this is Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. So sit back, relax, let us put you in a thought process where you're thinking and laughing. You might even be crying. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Jim Jordan and this House Speaker race. Sidney Powell pled guilty and Will and Jada. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. How you feeling? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about executive dysfunction. <laughs> you about to teach me something new. Executive dysfunction is a feature of ADHD. Okay. Um, and it's basically like you have a hard time just doing the normal day-to-day stuff that you just like... How how can I explain this? It seems like you got ADHD just trying to explain it. Just trying to explain (laughs) it. But like you forget tasks, you have a hard time starting things, you have a hard time finishing things, you lose things, you lose track of time, stuff like that. So just like the high level functioning to live your life, you have a hard time with that. I am supposed to be taking a flight today. Yes, today. Unprepared. I have packed nothing there's just a pile of clothes on my back <laughs> jesus the only thing i did was take the dog to the border i still gotta run some errands i don't have, i don't have time jay what <laughs> the hell we're supposed to be filming this show I, you knew about this yesterday yeah and uh, i listen all week i could have been getting ready i'm on sabbatical all i don't have anything to do except the things i'm supposed to do <laughs> Wow. And I, and it's just like, just the, the idea of getting started and thinking about the whole list of things that I need to do, it just gets overwhelming and then I just freeze. So if anybody else deals with executive dysfunction, I feel you because I have let time slip away. So <laughs> you have often said you thought I had ADHD and then you yeah. sent me some, uh, like a, was it a Venn diagram? of anxiety and ADHD. And I was like, no, I just have generalized anxiety. Cause what you're talking about, like, I like, don't get me wrong today. I I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, how this episode is going to be. My sister is (laughs) frazzled because she got a lot of things that she got to do. I woke up this morning and I've been having trouble just formulating sentences. Yeah. And and like, I've been, (laughs) I've been having trouble coming up with words for simple stuff like a wall. Yeah. Or a bridge. Like, I've been having trouble today. You know, uh, the thing that with uh, holds up the house, and right. you put pictures on it sometimes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I w- I, but I've been you, working. But then you say the word, you're like, you know, you can wall mount your TV on it. You mean the wall? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Y'all, I'm oh, okay. Well, I but don't know. This is this is uh traveling for me. It doesn't matter where I'm going, if it's for fun, if it's for what, it doesn't matter. I get such anxiety when I travel. And so mm. then to not be prepared on top of that is like crazy. Well, see, that's the see, this is the reason why I said, well, I don't have ADHD because I over prepare when I travel. Yeah. You're the yeah. type of person, your flight is at what time? Seven today? Yeah. 
We're filming this, ladies and gentlemen, 3 p.m. Eastern. My sister has another appointment at 4 p.m. Eastern, so it's guaranteed that this show is going to be under 60 minutes. Well, yeah. 60 minutes when you add in all the all the filler stuff that we do in post-production. Yeah. Um, and and but that ends at five. Show, like, we'll, that'll be an on-time show. Oh, yeah, it'll be on time. Uh, yeah. Because that's because it'll be on time <laughs> because of my uh, controlling nature. Yes. And, and, and to be like this, we released... 2 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays, unless yeah. there's a holiday preceding that that Tuesday show. Right. We release Tuesdays and Fridays, right? Yes. Like that's it's clockwork. I don't do later than that. So right. it's, it doesn't matter what time we finish filming this episode today. If it was three o'clock in the morning, guess what? It's going to release tomorrow, yeah. Friday, October 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern. No matter what. No matter what. Right. But, uh, so I like you're going to be rushing. Yes. And me, I am at the airport two hours before my takeoff. Yeah. No, I get there like 30 minutes before they start boarding. Yeah, That's when I get there. You playing with fire, not flyer. See, that's what I'm talking about. I can't speak today. You playing with, listen, you also playing with flyer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, remember that movie Radio Flyer? You playing with that? That kid flew all over the place. (laughs) You playing with that? Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, watch the movie Radio Flyer. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. It's going to make you happy. Yeah. It, that, that, but it'll I, you know also what? kind of break your heart. But it also, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Movie. It's good. A, a, a young we... Elijah Wood. Yep. You know, yep. it's just a good, uh, it's before just he was, good movie. What was he? The Kraken? The the golf the uh, Hobbit what is he the Hobbit that's yes okay I, yes. I knew he was something like that he was Lord a Hobbit he wasn't the Hobbit but he was a Hobbit well yes. I don't know these things because I think I, I watched Lord of the Rings one time and and I've already forgotten the whole premise of the movie. <laughs> you know what you know what's funny I'm not 100 percent sure that I know and I've seen Lord of the Rings several times I get it they're trying to there's a ring <laughs> but I'm not. A hundred percent sure. Like I really understood like all the players and like who was, who, what was what. And who you know, was who? Yeah. Who was who's like, I, I mean, I get the general understanding is like, okay, y'all got to destroy this ring. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really hundred percent sure why. Well, Cause there I, were other rings of power. Like that wasn't. I, I don't, I, I look, don't know. All I know is as I'm watching it, I'm equating it to Superman and Doomsday, and that's how I could draw parallels to kind of understand it. <laughs> and yeah. so I was asking a million and one questions. Also, I probably had like a bottle and a half champagne. Well, that's uh, never good. It's a complicated story that you have to pay attention to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was enjoying it, but I don't know yeah. if it was the champagne or if it was the movie. I'm thinking it was the champagne. It was probably the champagne. It was probably the champagne. Well, uh, you're going to be in town. What you coming in town for? Ali Sadiq. I am coming in town for Ali Sadiq. He is going to be performing in D.C. tomorrow and Saturday. I'm very excited. I'm only going to the Friday show. I couldn't get tickets to the Saturday show. It sold out. Mm. But uh, I did get tickets to the Friday show. So I'm very excited to go see him. It's going to be a continuation of his uh, series on YouTube, uh, which the name escapes me. Why? Well, I've seen it so many times. Uh, the name escapes me as well. It's because of your ADHD and my just getting old. Okay. Well, damn. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's just that. But y'all, who is who all is going? 
I don't know. Good question. <laughs> I, I only know, know that I got about, a ticket. I'm not talking about the populace. I'm talking about who you going with. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that I got a ticket. All right. So our brother brought it up. Is he going? I I I don't know if a ticket was purchased for him or not. <laughs> All I know is a ticket was purchased for me. <laughs> so wait a minute. It's at Domino a effect. Domino, Domino effect. effect. This will be. Go. He's filming. Is he filming Domino Effect three he's and four? Filming. He's filming. Okay, he three to come and four. To DC yes. To film it. Yes. All right. So uh, time out. Where mm-hmm. is it again? We're a hey, Ali. I don't know. Once again, we are giving you pub <laughs> on our podcast. One day, hey, you gonna be in DC? You know what you should do. You should try to run into him and be like, hey. We got a podcast. We talk about you a lot. Come on on our podcast like you did for the Ghetto Boys. It is going to be at uh, Capitol Underground. Okay, I'm going to assume I'm going to assume that's not assigned seating. No, I don't think so. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Like if you if other people that you know of got tickets, y'all can sit together because y'all yeah, we can sit together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm going to assume that our brother got got a ticket. I'm going to assume that our father. Yeah, I mean, he bought the, the, yeah, definitely dad's going because he bought the ticket. Okay, so when I asked you, God. God. But, but I mean, as far as who he invited, I don't know. I just know I got my ADHD. (laughs) I just know I got my ticket. Um, I know I'm going to be in the house. If nobody, if I'm there by myself, I don't care. Like, I just, I just know I'm going to be in the house. You know, I I have a, I have a friend of mine and she believes in this, in that witchcraft of astrology. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 your zodiac signs and, and mm-hmm. the characteristics of that mm-hmm. you are very much a leo yes like the whole the whole focus is you yeah very much a leo. i'm gonna i'm gonna put everybody behind the scenes uh, of the podcast so if you follow you us do, on the, which you do constantly but well, i don't even a, know why you prefaced it <laughs> Because you got to preface it sometimes. You just got to say what it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, and you should, by the way, it ain't really hard. If you Google search unsolicited perspectives, Mm -hmm. you will find our website. It is the first thing that pops up is our website. Or just go directly to our website, unsolicitedperspectives.com. And it has the links to all of our social media, all of our audio and video content, blogs, the whole nine, it's all on there. But anyway, when I send my sister, because my sister has a larger TikTok following than either one of us have on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or anything like that. Mm. When I send her clips or when I post clips to our our podcast Instagram page and then invite her as a collaborator, she gets agitated when she's not featured prominently in the clip. Yeah, because I'm sharing it on my <laughs> social media. So people are looking for me. But it's it's a show that we both are doing. Yeah, but when you send me clips and it's just you, it's just kind of like... But it's not just me. You'll get mad if you just got one or two lines in the clip. But it's yeah. a show. But the show, The Sibling Happy Hour, is both of us. But you gotta showcase me, man. Like you just gotta if if I'm promoting it, do some of the clips that are you know. But I do. I send you me. a lot. I send you a lot of clips about yourself, and you still don't be posting them on your own. You said you're about to start changing that. That's okay. I am gonna get much better at like posting like clockwork, like trying to get. But again, yeah. ADHD. 
I am on medication for it, guys. <laughs> Give it a chance to kick in. You know what I do? I have, it drives some people nuts that are around me at certain times. I have alarms on my phone to yes, remind me do. to do certain things. Yes, you do. And I've set a reminder at 3 p.m. every day to post on social media because I've been lacking doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So I'm here with you. I understand. But the main point that I was bringing up is that you like focusing on yourself. And yeah. so when I asked you who you going with, you didn't even bring up dad who got the tickets. All yeah. you said was, I got my ticket. Dad bought the ticket. So obviously yeah. he's going. Okay. So dad, <laughs> that's number one, me. Right. And then anybody, I don't know how many tickets he got. I don't know who they're for. I listen. And the reason why that I'm very focused on myself because it's that hard just to live my life. So it's like, (laughs) including other people, that's a lot. It's a lot. And so I can't keep track of myself. And so then you're asking me to also keep track of other people. I ain't got it. Okay. You ain't ain't got it. it. I don't have the capacity for it. I don't have it. I try my best. I try my best. People are like, how's so-and-so doing? I'd be like, good they're good you know what i need to reach out to them and then you know and then i forget but then i remember a month later is that adhd or is that just something that runs in our family both because adhd is hereditary so i got it from somebody i wonder who you got it from i got it from somebody it's hereditary it didn't happen in a vacuum tell you that (laughs) and and Um, the more i think about it part of me gets pissed a little bit because one, in the time I grew up, like ADHD was around, like the term, the terminology, the the thing, it was around, but it was more like it was the kids that were bouncing off the walls, right? Yeah, they, they gave them Ritalin, right? Yes. Yeah. And it was more, you know, more boys would be diagnosed than girls. Be- mm-hmm. And that's just because that we know now that young girls exhibit ADHD in terms of inattention and forgetfulness. Hmm. Well, boys typically will have the hyperactivity. Hmm. So girls can often mask, which is what I did growing up. I would mask it. Uh, Luckily I was really smart, but like, (laughs) but like, because because I had a lot of trouble in school. Okay, I had a yeah. lot of I had a lot of trouble in school. I never studied. And it wasn't mm-hmm. because I didn't want to study. I would set up my books and I would get like everything together and I'd be like, "All right, I have got my little juice. All my books, my <laughs> pencils are sharpened. I'm going to study." And then next thing I know, you know, I'm cleaning out my closet. Mm. You know, and it's, and I've got nothing done. So, it's I really struggled growing up and it, I just think I'm like dang not one teacher or I guess I was just really good at masking or nobody recognized it and like uh, it's funny our brother said we would have all gone to Harvard if somebody had recognized it <laughs> <laughs> you know early uh, but we just didn't uh, we just didn't maybe know you back then. maybe maybe you and our brother I you think was if not somebody Harvard. recognized that you had test anxiety uh, early no, because I don't think I, – I think I'm intelligent. I think I'm smart and intelligent. Once again, yes. ladies and gentlemen, smart and intelligence are two completely different things. Um, I think I'm both of those things, but I, I think I have above average – like I have above average IQ. Mm-hmm. I have above average 
uh, intelligence. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I don't think I'm in an echelon. Could I have gone to Howard? Uh, Howard. Yes, I could have gone to Howard. Could I have gone to Harvard and graduated? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I had the discipline in college to do the work that was necessary necessary to maintain a high GPA. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't have that type of discipline. Oh, I mean, I probably would have been a BC student, but I would have graduated eventually. I mean, yeah, I would have graduated. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think Harvard undergrad is this overwhelming thing that, that no. can't be accomplished. No. I think when you start to get up you into those- You're paying a lot for the prestige. Like right. It's, it's yeah. the same classes. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't think they're harder classes. I don't. Well, all right, I let don't. me ask you a question. Because you went to community college and you went to Howard and you went to the University of Maryland. Do you mm -hmm. think there was a, a difference in difficulty in those classes between no, those three a, institutions? it was the same classes. So what do you think the difference is? The amount of work that's given outside of those individual classes? No, I think it's you're paying for the prestige. Huh? You're paying for the prestige. You're paying to say, I went to Harvard. Well, there are obviously some professors. I, I know professors. I know some professors. And I know they. some professors purposely try to make the classes extremely difficult. It's almost like a badge of honor if people fail their classes, which I don't understand that. But they, do that, they do that everywhere, though. Like I mean, I you've, I, I've had the look to your left, look to your right. One of you won't be here by the end of the semester. Like I've <laughs> had that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have those teachers that really want to challenge you and push you. Why do they always you, do the look to your left, look to your right in, in every know, scenario? It's, but it's really not that serious. <laughs> Honestly, it's college. We drop classes for any number of reasons. You can tell that we're filming during the day because the light keeps changing. Yeah, I was just, room. I was getting ready to say that. I was like, it was dark and then the light went on. And yeah, I was like, are you really, like you're more yellow than normal. Yes, I can't get the color <laughs> to correct. If, there we go. ADHD, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all watching on the uh, video podcast, y'all going to see some some lighting issues because we yeah. are filming in the day. But I'm in my studio that's always the same lighting, yeah. no matter if it's daytime or nighttime. But you, you know. You, you Typically know. in the back of the house, I don't get any sun, but there's just this time of the day where I get sun on this side of the house. And yeah. that's where it's coming in. And the light is just going to change, guys. You're just going to have to deal with that. With those that are watching on the video, those that are listening the on the audio, which, by the way, there are more people listening on the audio than watching the video. And I'm grateful for it. Thank yeah. you. Also, subscribe to our YouTube page, please. We had 220 <laughs> subscribers. And, right. And we want to get to 1,000. I would love to get to 1,000 by the end of the year. I don't think yeah. that's going to be going to happen, but I would love for that to happen. Uh, ADHD, we, we're going off topic again. Duh, I uh, don't know what the topic The topic was always ADHD, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the show started. I started complaining about my issues with executive function, and it has just gone off the rails from there. Well, good thing that I'm the driver of this car that is this episode because I'm <laughs> yes. going to I'm going to turn us into what wasn't going to be a three segment show it was just going to be two segments, but we've gone so long on this dilly daddling that I believe now that we definitely have three segments. So mm -hmm. the next segment we are going to get into this Sydney Powell thing and what's yes. going on in the GOP house. Hey there, podcast listeners! It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today. 
I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. Hey, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl Sydney said, listen, what that plea deal looking like? <laughs> no. All right. All right. Because I so, definitely did this and y'all have me dead to rights. For those of y'all who are not following up on information, because I'm learning that people do not watch the news and don't know what's going on current events. So this is something yes, I'm learning. Yes, that would be a majority of people. Yeah. I, okay. All right. Well, whatever. That's the reason why you're here. You're going to get your news and some commentary from us. So yes. today... October 19, 2023, former Donald Trump attorney Sidney Powell has pled guilty in the Georgia election subversion case. Uh, this was just one day before her trial was scheduled to begin. Uh, yes. And she was asking for a speedy trial. Uh, the case is part of a larger investigation into the efforts to subvert the 2020 election in Georgia involving a, uh, the breach of election systems in rural Coffee County. Uh, mm -hmm. How close are you to Coffee County? 
Um, it's it's south of. Um, let me tell you something. First of all, there are eighty thousand counties in the state of Georgia. It is truly ridiculous. <laughs> okay, it's not eighty thousand. Okay. <laughs> don't have eighty thousand. It is truly ridiculous. I'm actually not close to it at all. I would say probably about two and a half hours away. Okay, so you're not close. No, but, um, it's in as, southern Georgia. Aren't you in southern Georgia? I am not. I'm in, I guess you could say northern Georgia. Yeah. Really? Was, Atlanta's yeah. at the top of, okay. It's in northern uh, Georgia, yes. As part of her plea deal, she will spend six years on probation and pay $6,000 fine. Additionally, she will pay 2700 in restitution to the state of Georgia. Um, she got that. That's in her back pocket. That ain't that big of a deal. But mm-hmm. the kicker is she is required to testify truthfully against any and all co-defendants in this matter. Yep. Who is one of the co-defendants in this matter? The former president, Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about this, Jay? Well, it's funny. Uh, she's the second person to plead guilty. Um, the first was a bail bondsman named Scott Hall. He pled guilty and agreed to testify in future trials. Um, everybody else, including Trump, has pled not guilty. They also offered, I think, but we haven't uh, heard anything yet, offered a plea deal to another uh, co-defendant, but we're still kind of waiting to hear whether he'll take that. Um, Yeah, Kenneth Chesbro, who, who knows who that is? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but this is, <laughs> but as far as another person would with info, right? So she got Rico. info. She was in the White House, uh, leading up to that. That as as the former president would say, perfect phone call to right. uh, the Secretary of State of Georgia. Which, if anybody's heard this phone call, he is openly saying, "Hey, man, go ahead and find me eleven hundred and eight uh, votes, so I can go ahead and beat Biden and still be president." Yeah, we don't have to speculate. There's a recording of it. Yeah. And it is very, it is, that's almost verbatim what he said. Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> damning. Yes. And she was, she was the, the left hand woman to his right hand man, which was Rudy Giuliani, or who mm-hmm. I like to call Mr. Uh, Leakin Black Ink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time before Rudy turns as well, because was, Rudy is. I was looking about, I was looking for a joke about his drip, but I can't. <laughs> I couldn't connect it. <laughs> I couldn't connect the dots. <laughs> but Look, he something went, in there about drip. Yeah, he went to <laughs> a, a black barbershop before he went on the air and they put a little they put a little of that gimmick in his hair to make his hair a little bit darker. He had that Jermaine <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> he no, he really drip. don't, because Jermaine's never drips. Jermaine's never dripped. Never dripped. He needs to go to so and Rudy Giuliani is having trouble paying lawyers and he's gone to Trump and be like, yo, help me pay for my lawyers. And Trump is looking at him like, yo, I don't even pay for my lawyers. So I don't pay my lawyers like you on your own. Here's the thing that, that those people that are close to to Trump don't really realize he ain't got no loyalty to you. None. He will throw you under the bus any chance he get. And now certain people are starting to realize like, Hey, look, man, they talking about jail, jail, Nah, I I, mm. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. You, you gonna help me out? Are you gonna pardon me if you become president? Well, uh, it ain't looking can't. good that he gonna be president. So well, he can't also because it's a state trial. That's this right. That's right. That's right. Not in federal well, he, court. 
And and was it is it Georgia where they the even the governor can't pardon? It's like a a board that pardons people in Georgia. If I remember correctly, I think I read that somewhere. It's either Georgia or Texas. It's one of them states where they're getting rid of um where they whitewashing history, mm-hmm. uh taking away women's <laughs> reproductive rights, uh yeah. basically just taking us back to the Stone Age. Yeah. But um, yo, this is <laughs> Trump has got to be like, look. I need to start paying for my people so they don't turn on me. I don't yeah. know why he thinks that he can't go to jail. You get enough people turning on you. Well, the the let me tell you something. <laughs> History would tell him <laughs> that he can't go to jail. Like the his entire history. Oh, okay. His history. Yes. Okay. Of all the shady things that we know without a shadow of a doubt that he has done, he has not suffered any real consequences for it. These charges are are really different. These charges are really different. Most of the time, these were civil situations that he was dealing with. You know, contractor suing him because he hadn't got paid. Uh, These are this is the government coming after him, and you know when your people flip on you, look. I'm not saying I was in the streets, but I watched another enough movies and TV shows about people in the streets to know if you out there doing dirt yeah. and all your people get arrested with you, you better make sure that their lawyers are paid for, that you send the money to their family, that they're on good terms. Hell, mm-hmm. uh, Sammy the Bull turned on John Gotti as soon as he realized that Sammy the Bull will tell you. He says... As soon as I realized that John Gotti was going to throw me under the bus so that he got out of jail and I would take all the weight for all the crimes that we did. And I looked him in the eye and he said, yeah, I'm the boss. This is the way it's got to be. That there was no loyalty and I had to turn snitch. And I'm like, you know what? That is a time to turn snitch. If yeah. the people that you rolling with is about to turn on you, turn on them. And now she ain't got to go to jail because she was facing jail time. If the wire has taught us anything. (laughs) That was directly referring (laughs) to the wire. (laughs) If Avon Barksdale has shown us anything. You better make sure people are taken care of. Show you right. But this is, uh, you know, it's funny to me. This is all funny to me. Yes. Because this is going to happen more and more to him. Because people are realizing that being loyal to him gets you nothing. Yeah. Truly nothing. I mean, point to the person, aside from his children, (laughs) who have ever truly benefited from knowing him. And I tell you, out of all his children, um, a lot of it is them benefit from knowing him. The boys. The boys. Now, Ivanka, she bad. Like, she's actually smart. She's actually smart. Look, let me tell you something. Ivanka is smart. She went into that over office, had herself a little role, came out $2 billion riches when they made the deal with the Saudis. So, hey, look, she's smart. And you know what she's also doing? You don't see her talking and helping out her father. You see uh, Don Jr. out there every now and then giving little interviews. And Eric, when he could put a couple of sentences together, because he is by far... Out of the three of them that were like riding with him, he's mm-hmm. by far the least intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. not even close. Yeah. But um, if I can't the say- The smartest Jeff- one to me is Tiffany. Because Tiffany <laughs> is nowhere to be seen except on vacation. And I'm like, 
I feel you, you go on right that, there. sis. There I feel you, you on that. She's like, I don't have nothing to do with none of this. I, but um, Powell, she is funny, you know, because she was the main one. Right. Well, her and Rudy. Her and with Rudy. These, with these conspiracy theories about yep. the 2020 election. And uh, she filed a litany of failed lawsuits challenging the results. <laughs> See, when <laughs> not a one. Not one, not one. Um, but no. she, you know, she got off with six misdemeanor uh, counts of conspiracy. I mean, six thousand dollar fine and twenty seven hundred in restitution and an apology letter. Yeah, right. no, but 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 it's the the testimony is what we want. yeah the testimony is what they want, and that was part of the plea deal. And 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 to a larger issue of being loyal to Trump really gets you nothing. I got a segue into my man, Jim Jordan. Boy. Now, my man, Jim Jordan, brought up two votes for House Speakership mm-hmm. after he maneuvered his way. And I really think he's been behind the scenes maneuvering this whole time to try and get this type of power. So Jim Jordan calls a vote on Tuesday mm-hmm. and 20 yes. Republicans vote against him. So, Remember that number, everybody. 20. 20. 20. So the next day he calls another vote. Mm-hmm. This time it's 22 Republicans. Gets worse. Well, it got some flipped, right? So yes. I think two people flipped to no, then yes for Jim Jordan. And then four people flipped from yes to Jim Jordan and no. And then So they just said, speaking with Jim Jordan. And 24 hours calls four people to say, nah. Well, <laughs> because there's been reports and some of the members that have voted against him for speakership have, have given reports that there's intimidation, that they're getting death threats, that they're getting te- threatening text messages. One uh, Republican, I think it was Don Bacon, um, said his wife was getting was getting threatening text messages because he was voting against Jim Jordan. And I'm like, and because of these threats, you got to remember who you're threatening. Yeah. So Republicans by and large love to be combative. They typically don't back down unless it's Trump, then everybody backs down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they typically don't back down. They're always they're always ready for a fight. The worst thing in the world that they could do was try to intimidate some of these people who are already looking for a fight. So Jim Jordan alienated a lot of people in his own caucus. And they was like, I will never yeah. vote for you. You are never going to be a House Speaker. So much so that earlier today, uh, once again, we're recording on October 19th, uh, t- uh, 2023. Uh, earlier today, he said, hey, we're not going to call for a third vote because there's been reports that they're going to do stacking uh, or staggering, staggering votes, which means that his count against him is going to get higher and higher and higher. There's going to be more no votes on the Republican side, the more votes that they that they call for speaker. Mm-hmm. So because of that, he was like, look, we're just going to give more power to the to the temporary speaker right now. And uh, we're going to try and move forward and, and, and do this all over again in January. And some of the Republicans can't even agree on that. No. So this the the issue with this whole thing is multi-layered, but the here's the main one of the main issues. One Gates ousted McCarthy with no plan. He blew up a bridge and didn't have another way over the ravine. 
Okay. okay. All right. So I'm following you. So that's the that's the first issue. So you do that when it took 15 rounds just to coalesce around McCarthy. Mm-hmm. So you blow that up. That was the one guy and <laughs> that y'all could all agree on kind of after kind of. 15 rounds. Right. It was never ever going to be Jim Jordan. He is disliked among mm-hmm. his own party. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was it he's gonna increasingly get more no votes. It was never gonna be Jim Jordan, even if he still can call a third vote. There's no point in doing it. He's not gonna make it. Okay. Their best bet was Scalise, but they couldn't even get that together. Okay. Right. The, really the best way of moving forward is just to just roll with the dude who's doing it temporarily, but they need a majority vote in order to empower the temporary speaker. I think some Democrats are on board with that. They probably have the votes to do that, but really what they need to do is get Gates out of there. And what expel him from the entire conference? They need to expel him because he is beyond a loose cannon. Well, he, they can only expel him if he's if he's found to have done something ethically wrong and they got him investigated under the ethics board. But you can't you could take committee assignments from people, but you can't expel them just because you don't like them because this is a voted for position. Yeah. No, no, that's a slippery slope. And when that slope is slippery, How am I you be slip and slide. <laughs> Get out of here. No, but I, but but that's the they need to have one put their egos aside um and get this thing done because right now they're just at a stalemate and nothing is being nothing is moving forward and we're in the, the Middle East is in the middle of a war. So yeah. we just don't have time for this. Um but it it was never going to be Jim Jordan. It wasn't him in the first place. He lost to Scalise. Yeah, and this is very, very true. He and, lost. And when, the, when the Republicans got together and they had their own separate vote to determine who was going to be the designee for the House Speaker, Scalise won that. Yes. But because there were some holdouts that were rocking with Jim Jordan, which I, I'm, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure behind the scenes, he was like, look, I may have lost, but just say that you'll never vote for him and they'll have no choice but to put me in the forefront. But the thing that he didn't realize... That yeah, if that's he, exactly if, what happened. Yeah, well, I can't say exactly. We can't <laughs> say exactly. Gotta, we're, listen, they, you know, we're not dealing with the brightest bulbs uh, in the box. You know what? They're not... In order to get up to the position that Jim Jordan currently has, he's not dumb. Like Trump. Trump isn't dumb. Trump is not dumb. He's dumb to think he could be speaker. Well, you talk, you talk, Jim Jordan. Um, yes. No, because he had to back into Trump. He thought he had that that golden ticket because uh, Trump, which, by the way, goes back to what I was saying. When you ride with Trump, that don't guarantee you nothing. Right. Like nowadays, it my man lost the last election. He's yeah. going to be the nominee again. I don't know what's going to happen because Biden got his own issues currently right now with this war in the Middle East and some of the things that he's saying is alienating some of the people in his own party and his mm-hmm. own base that might not come out for the election because he's alienated him, alienated them. Yeah. But also on the flip side, Trump is alienated 
a lot of people in his party that are just like, I will never vote for him. So look, I don't know what to say. This country is screwed up. I don't know. And we got less than a month for the election. <laughs> no, and I'm no, just like, mm-hmm. out. Jay, no, we have over a year. You're right. <laughs> Because the year is 2023. Yeah, the election is next year. (laughs) You would have gotten a little bit more advertisement if it was next month. Let me tell you something. I was wondering why I wasn't seeing nothing. (laughs) I was confused. He's like, it's November next month, right? (laughs) You're thinking of November 2024? Yeah. They hadn't even had no conventions yet or nothing. Nothing was going on. So I thought, <laughs> hey, does anybody know this is coming up? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> but I oh, know, well, I mean, we're we're a year away and I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I don't know. All I know is there's complete dysfunction in GOP, but you don't see that on the other side. Because Hakeem Jeffries got everybody in line. Look, everybody's in line. They and Nancy the, and, Pelosi, and the line is this ain't our problem. Right. Well, Nancy Pelosi had her own little far left group in her caucus, mm-hmm. the, the quote unquote squad, and everybody else who was coming in saying, "Look." This is what we need to do. This is what, and making a lot of noise. So much so, remember they were making they were making a big stink about Bernie Sanders and how they felt that DNC did Bernie Sanders uh, when he was running for president in in twenty twenty. They were making a big stink about it. But when she she was renominated or reelected or whatever you call it, when she became speaker again, mm-hmm. she got everybody in line. There was no mess with the voting. Everybody voted in line, and you didn't hear any any drama coming out of that caucus when she was a speaker. There has been nothing but drama coming out of the GOP for the last couple of times there have been speaker, going all the way back yeah. to John Boehner, Paul yeah. Ryan. And guess who were the ones that was causing the trouble when it was John Boehner and Paul Ryan? Jim Jordan was the Matt Gates that was the rebel rouser causing issues. That's the reason why they don't rock with him right now. Yeah. So yeah, not, you know, I I find it funny. I find it funny. People just have no, people have no they have no perspective. People walk around with blinders on. Couldn't he see? Like you ain't gonna convince these people to to join your side. And the last thing that you should do if you're trying to convince people to join your side is to threaten them. Yeah, because that's, that's not what gonna, they do. That's not gonna go over well. Well, according to the Washington Post, 22 minutes ago, Jordan emerged from a meeting saying he's still running for speaker. No, he's like, so they want to give temporary power to, to the person that's currently the temporary speaker so they can get the government working again. But he's still saying that he's the, the speaker nominee or designate, which means that when they come back up for a vote, he's like, y'all know it's going to be me, right? But he's going to get a little time over the next couple of months to try and turn those 22 no's into, a, into 22 yeses. Well, he said uh, after telling his conference in the morning that he would back a plan to temporarily expand the powers of Speaker Pro Tempore uh, Patrick McHenry and delay the third ballot, Jordan suggested the plan wouldn't move forward as of now. We made the pitch to members on the resolution as a way to lower the temperature and get back to work, Jordan said. We decided that wasn't where we were going to go. 
So oh, at this point, it is. This was twenty. This is as of twenty minutes ago. So this is this, real time, ladies and gentlemen. This is in real time. So he said, "I'm still running for speaker, and I plan to go to the floor and get the votes and win this race." Oh, without okay. specifying right, a so, time or date. So he is saying this is still happening. So disregard everything that I just said previously. <laughs> See, this is the problem. This is the problem with filming a podcast the day before it releases instead of the day it releases. Because yeah. it, there's no way that we could film it the day it releases. We'd have to get up at six o'clock in the morning. And neither my sister nor I want to do that. So we're gonna film it the day before, like normal people do. Like and normal people. I'm sure the, I'm sure the news will change by tomorrow. But here's yes. our unsolicited perspectives about all of this. It's craziness. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It, it's crazy, it's, number one. And a third ballot is not going to make any difference. There are people who are, without a doubt, absolutely opposed to Jim Jordan. He is not, I don't see a way forward for him to get the votes. Not now and not, it don't, he didn't give a timeline, but I don't <laughs> see a way forward for him to get the votes. I just don't. Especially if by the second round of voting, you, you don't flip more people to oppose you like that's <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to have talked to them right and flipped them the other way you didn't do that and so i i just don't see a way forward i don't think it'll ever be him and someone that i talked to that was close to the situation well no one i know i don't know anybody close somebody with a good opinion of the situation also said okay, there's no there way go. this gonna happen yeah i thought that i thought once he got i thought there was enough trump supporters in that GOP House conference, um, which is different than the Senate. Remember, mm -hmm. a representative is a certain section of a state, a small section that's like a piece of a city. Sometimes it's not even a whole city, a piece of a city. Those people vote on that representative. They're representative of a local level. A senator is voted on by the entire state, right? So it's different. Local people have a little bit more sway over their represent a lot more sway over their representative than mm -hmm. a senator because it's a, a larger group of people voting for a senator than a house of representative. Right. So there were a lot of people that were like huge supporters of Trump. And I just figured, Oh, if Trump backed Jim Jordan, that's going to, that's going to be who they are going to run with. But I didn't realize just how many people Jim Jordan had pissed off in yeah. his own caucus that say never. They don't care if it, Trump could call them right now and they say, hey, uh, Mr. Trump, respect you. Uh, can't do it, though, for me. Can't do it for yeah. you. Can't do it for I, you. They, they separated the two just because um, Trump in, is like supporting Jordan does, and, and they're Trump supporters doesn't mean that they're going to support Jordan. And that's mm -hmm. they're drawing the line on that. Because they do not like this dude. I don't like him, but they do not like this dude. And they're just like, this is not happening. Well, you know my nickname for him. No, I don't. Punk, yeah, punk-ass Jim Jordan. That's not a nickname. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my nickname that's for just him. just a diss. That's not a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't wait till he gets on the bad side of Trump and we, we hear what he nickname Trump will give him. He won't. Because they, they he, all do eventually. No, he was he was one of those main people involved with the January six. Had a lot of communication with President yeah. Trump. So, so, so did Sidney Powell. I, well, yeah, Sydney yeah, well. Sydney was out there out front, <laughs> and Homegirl said, "Listen, how many tapes y'all got? Because about this plea deal, I got some things to say. Oh, you need this apology letter? It's already written and it's sincere." 
<laughs> Sydney, how do you want that cheeseburger? Medium rare, and it's not a cheeseburger, it's bacon. And I would like curly fries because we're going to be here for a while. We're going to be here for a little bit. <laughs> All right. A milkshake and a Sprite. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that uh, annoy people and you don't want to talk about, but we're going to do it anyway. Will and Jada is up next. All right, sis. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> you've been texting me. It started last week when we were filming the After Hours episode. You said, I am tired <laughs> of Will and Jada. You specifically said, I'm tired of Jada. Yes. And I was like, truly yeah. the both of them. Right. And, yes. and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that because, like, I'm getting tired of, of hearing stuff about their relationship. However, a good friend of mine, I was talking to uh, about this with a good friend of mine. And they were like, well, did you watch that interview that she did where all this information is coming from? And I was like, no, I didn't watch it. And I was like, you know what? I'm making comments about it. And I didn't watch the source. And I normally get on people for doing that. So I started watching the source. And the source is she did a podcast with Jay Sheedy. It's the Jay Sheedy. Shetty? Shetty. Okay. So I was scared because I was being ready to say shitty. So I didn't know I didn't know what it was, but Shetty. the Jay yeah. the Jay Shetty podcast, yes. and what she's doing is she's promoting her book, and her book is kind of it's a biography, yeah, about her life it's and a, about the way she was autobiography called Worthy, yeah, yeah. yes, uh, about the way that she was raised and the snippets that people take from the interview isn't the essence of the interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the key points they discussed on this was. How to let go of your old version of yourself, which is kind of important. Yeah. Uh, why self-love is important. Mm-hmm. How to remain courageous in adversities. How to turn shame into self-acceptance. And how to come overcome your past and thrive. Like these are, if these are the things that she's talking about in her book. Mm-hmm. So these are important. And mm-hmm. in her book, yeah, she talks about her life growing up with her parents she talks about her relationship with Tupac. She talks about her relationship with Will Smith. She talks about her relationship raising her kids. And of course, people pick up on the juiciest gossip and they were like, oh, they've been broken up for the last seven years. Completely missing the point that she's trying to give insight into her life. And then by getting insight into people's lives, I've learned this in my own personal life. When you learn about somebody else's life story, you can also learn about yourself. Because sure. you can pick up lessons from their life, yes, things that, that you've gone through. Literally, the purpose of autobiography <laughs> well, is is to one tell the story of this person's life, and, or a biography in general. Tell the story of this person's life, and then maybe you'll get a little something that's applicable to your own life. Sure, right? Yes. Okay, so the book and the podcast where this all came from is not what is being portrayed on social media. And on and on Black Twitter. <laughs> here's here's okay. Could someone somewhere glean some life changing and affirming information from this memoir? Yes, sure. I'll give you that. That's not the bone that I have to pick with this whole situation. All right, go with the bone that you have to pick. There is a fatigue 
with her transparency. Okay, I am, it started with the Red Table Talk, August Alsina, and then Tanglement. The, are, are they in an open marriage? Are they not in an open? Oh, y'all weren't supposed to know. That's why y'all didn't know. But we do know now. Like we do know, Jada. Like we do know, because and we didn't ask. No, there were rumors that have been circulating about them from the beginning. And they got tired of the rumors. And that's the reason why they started coming out with, all right, this is what it is. Because we're tired of y'all thinking that it's one thing when it's not that. Why is it our business? Why do we care? And that's that was part of the reason why I we wanted to talk about this. don't. No. <laughs> I don't. We do. We do. Because we gobble it up. And I know and, and, a lot of people on my social media also don't. They're like, just please stop talking to us. We, please we don't stop ha- talking look, to us. <laughs> we don't have to listen to it. it it's all over my timeline. It's okay. all over my timeline. What's all over your timeline? Oh. Her talking about it or other people talking about what she said? She talked to somebody on the Today Show. She talked to Jay Shetty. She's doing press for her book. But this okay. is the, obviously the thing that everybody wants to talk But it's like... I'm tired. The worst thing to happen to celebrity was social media because it gave us a glimpse. No, because it gave us too deep of a look into their humanity that I just, I didn't ask for. And it's not that I'm saying they're not allowed to be human. Yes, but you do a job and I know you through your work. I don't want to hear about my boss's relationship with her husband, because I know her through work. And this is a, this is a work relationship. You're an entertainer. I know you're an entertainer. I don't want to. So if you, you want to tell me the story of how you persevered from having no legs to getting legs and becoming <laughs> the basketball champion of the world. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a story. That's, that's, that's okay. a story that I don't even know. I, have I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But these know. intimate details about a relationship between two people. Why are we privy to this? Why were we ever privy to any any of this? Why? Why because do we people why? care? Why are they, why because people care? Why are there always been gossip magazines? How does TMZ exist? Because people are nosy and they care. And, and I actually believe I'm actually was the heyday of celebrity. Gossip well, magazines and hey speculation. Because <laughs> all we had was speculation. We didn't for know. Who? For who real. was that good for? Who was that good for? Not the celebrities. Yeah, because you want to know they why? Can, they could just they could just deny it. They could but, have a press conference. But who wants to deny, deny when you could take your own negative narrative? Hold on. If somebody start lying on you and start putting you on blast and start lying on you, you would definitely come on this show and be like, look, I got some things that we need to clear up because this is out here in the street and this ain't what it is. It's no, this, that this, is, this, this, and So you wouldn't clear you I don't clear have up? to. I don't have to. Okay, well, I would because ain't nobody going to be out here lying on me. That's first and foremost. Second of all, also, I think this, you say social media is bad. I say it's good for celebrities. I think it's because terrible. Because we, should, we shouldn't be worshiping these false idols. They're human beings. And we put celebrities on too big of a pedestal in the first place. So you can sing good. Cool. That, that I agree. Yeah. Sing the song. Also, you want to put people in a box where they can't have a voice? 
Uh huh. Yeah. You want to put people in a box where they don't have a voice? Some you of wanna... them. Some of them do need to shut up. Look, there's a lot of people out there, and look, we have our podcast, so we cannot say anything. But there's a lot of people out there that need to just shut the but hell the, up. The, the difference is. We're not a. We're in the business of giving our unsolicited perspective. It's literally the name of the show, so right. that's what we're doing. I'm not an actor giving my unsolicited perspective. But if no, you were I'm an actor, actor, but if you were an actor and you wanted to give your unsolicited perspective, why can't you give your unsolicited perspective? Ain't nobody asking for that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody I'm asked tired. for this podcast. I Ain't am... nobody asked for this podcast, but we're doing it and people are you listening did. to it. You asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about, about the relationship. It. Yes, you do, because it's no, everywhere. Don't. It's everywhere. No, it really isn't everywhere. I had to go searching for it. Why is it on my timeline then? Why well, is the that's... algorithm? Maybe you showed interest in it before. Absolutely didn't. When they I, was in the I entanglement, never, I, I when they I was in the entanglement, I don't care now. It's between three people that I did not care about. But I find it funny to find out it wasn't really an entanglement. They were separated. They weren't living together. They were still married. That's an entanglement. It, they're still married. Look, hold on. Legally married. That's an My entanglement. My friend brought this up to me in the black community. We've known a lot of people that have been that are married, but they have been separated for years and didn't live yeah. together. They just didn't get a divorce for various I reasons. Know, oh, I got friends that they live together. <laughs> Wait, are parents, they not together? The parents, their parents live together. Been separated, still <laughs> married, <laughs> live their own lives, same house, two bedrooms. Crazy. So it's cheaper to keep it. her. It's cheaper it, to keep We've seen it. So it's yeah. an, if there's an agreement between them just because they're married, you know, they can do whatever they want to do. It's not up to us. But even that, is, even that came out messy because all she had to do was say it wasn't an entanglement. Will and I were separated. Maybe he didn't want to say that. And from what I'm hearing, he didn't want to say that. Well, then she shouldn't have brought it up in the first. Why did we even know about it? He, well, August brought it up. He brought yes. it up. They, they didn't bring it up. They had to come out and say something because my man was out there running his mouth. It, it was an entanglement that was underground. He brought it above ground. And again, this is why you got to get that NDA. <laughs> he, looked like the type, he looked like the type that just go ahead and take that lawsuit. He looked like the type that would just go ahead well, and be like, eh, you never man. know what people do for clout, but right. it's, I, I'm just, I'm fatigued by it. Yes. I watched, I watched enough of the interview. I didn't watch all of it. Uh, luckily he had chapters so I could skip around because yeah. the way my ADHD were, I can't sit there for two and a half hours and listen I thought the to interview I, talk about excavating I, her, <laughs> the depths of her mental, whatever. Well, Trauma. I thought I, I watched a little bit of it and, and, and I'm going to continue watching it because I was like, OK, this is not what I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was just being salacious. And it's not that she's being earnest and honest and uh, open about everything in her life. And I think people can learn something from it from watching it. So I sure. highly recommend it. Yes. Are, is there going to be some gossip? Yes. But that's not the basis of everything that she's got going on with this book and these interviews. That's the only thing I was trying to say. Sure. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure somebody will get something out of it. I'm sure. 
<laughs> okay, look. There's look, something oh. for there's something for everybody. <laughs> and if, <laughs> listen, I'm doing my best here. I you know that there's just certain things when I don't care about it. That's boy, I don't care about it. And yeah, that's <laughs> true. This is one of those things. All right. Well, on that <laughs> note, Jay, what do you want to tell the people out there? Listen. <laughs> Be be patient with your friends with ADD or ADHD, y'all. Cause listen, we out here, we trying, okay? But just don't go right. Like thanks, sis. We can't get off the block sometimes, okay? We gonna forget things. You tell me to do something. I forgot I was hosting uh Thanksgiving. I forgot yep. I was hosting that. Yep. Um I have made plans to go to a friend's house for Thanksgiving. And you told person, me you was hosting. Nope. The I was fully planning to go to a friend's house. And then the person who was going to be cooking was like, we're still on for Thanksgiving at your place, right? And I was like, mm, I forgot about that. So, but you know what? I've got to be two places at once. That's okay. somehow, somehow so that's I how guess it's So I'm be. not coming down for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you can. You You're just going to roll with me. No, that seems like that's going to be miserable. And <laughs> yes. I'd rather be miserable at home. <laughs> that's that's how I feel in life in general. If I'm going to be miserable somewhere, I'm going to be miserable at home. And you know what? That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And I would not blame you for making that decision. So I was saying, I liked how you approached that with grace. You didn't, you didn't say, Jonna, what the hell? You know, you just were like, okay, well. I'll adjust accordingly. And I appreciate that. So just have some patience with us. Okay, we try. Okay, we can't get out the blocks all the time. (laughs) On that note, as somebody who doesn't have ADHD, (laughs) I don't don't know why I'm taking shots. I don't. I I was born this way. I don't. I love my sister. These are just jokes. But on that note, as always, I'll holla. Woo. That was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast. But the real party is on our Patreon page. After Hours Uncensored and Talking Straight-ish. After Hours Uncensored is another show with my sister. And once again, the key word there is Uncensored. Those are exclusively on our Patreon page. Jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us. That's where you can get all of our audio, video, our blog blogs and even buy our merch and if you really feel ingenuous and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donations go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciative most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time Audi 5000. Peace.